Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. Today's episode is on video marketing, but this is not the episode you're expecting. As long as you haven't been living under a rock, you've not only heard, but seen that video is a powerful media asset to convert viewers into buyers. Whether you're making video to show a product, social media, or even ads, video outperforms static assets. The question isn't, should you be doing video, but when you should start. In this episode, we interview award-winning creative director, Camille Smera. We dive into how you should think about video and when you should start creating it for your company. We deliver on the promise of giving you hacks on how you can begin video on a budget by using user-generated content. Welcome back, Camille. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Uh, this is great. You are now a repeat guest here on my show. I am honored. Uh, I feel like it's we're in a very different world and a very different place personally and, and you know in general since uh, the last time we met. So this is exciting. Yeah. And what we're going to be talking today about video, this is going to be targeting and talking about uh, why someone shouldn't do video or who shouldn't do video. So the question I need to ask you is, who is video not for? That's a great question and uh, a very sort of a deeply layered one, if you will. Um, So I'll start that off with um, who should not do video. If you haven't done your research as a company, as a brand, if you don't know what your competitors are running, um, if you don't know what your consumers are engaging with, uh, what value props or messaging they're resonating with the strongest, uh, do not really make or do not invest a lot in, in sort of hero creative without testing and solidifying all of those brand components. Um, you are going to be, I like to say, don't throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. Um, I think some people go with that approach and it's a, it's an expensive one and also can cannibalize your own efforts by overproducing assets without much thought behind it. Um, I always use data to back creative strategy. Um, I think testing obviously is super important, but uh, if you don't have any kind of insight or data to back, even to it like a small degree, your strategy um, and your testing and further iterations, don't jump into creative just yet. Get your you know, sort of get, get the meat and potatoes going before you start really investing in, in more creative in that way and in video specifically. I like what you said about branding. So really what you're talking about is there needs to be a foundation to someone's marketing and video should not be the first uh, pillar that they should start. They should have sort of a brand in place. They should have a branding message. They should know who their audience is. They should know who... Um, what makes their audience uh, move, um, what makes them buy, what makes them not buy, um, what are the concerns in buying their product. So basically that when it comes down to a video, it sounds like you have a lot of these data points already. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And and I think um, that's almost like a, a little bit of, it, it can sound very daunting to sort of say it in that way. But it's really not that that big. I think if you sort of dig deep into your products that you're selling as a business, um, who your target audience is, 
and sort of getting a little bit more research. I mean, we even do research of, of going into um, people's Instagram or Facebook accounts that are interacting with our business that are buying, seeing what their interests are, just getting a, big, a bit of a bigger persona building um, and understanding your, your target base. Uh, that will help you make creative that has a higher chance of converting because you know that it has a higher, you know, likelihood and best practices of engaging with your with your audience. So just, you know, doing your own homework essentially before you start producing creative. Creative is the most fun part. We all know that. Um, but you also want to be making money with your creative. So making sure that you have all of your basic, you know, uh, you know, I's and T's dotted and crossed or whatever um, before you sort of pull that lever is is a, is a key point to making sure that your creative converts the the best. And I think this brings up an extra, extra interesting point about um, the difference between um, w- when it comes to creative. Are you, are we talking about producing your own creative or getting user generated content? How, where, where does that universe land? Either way, uh, in, in my world, the creative, I'm talking specifically video because static um, obviously tends to underperform compared to video. Um, but this goes with any sort of creative effort, uh, whether it be user generated or produced, um, it, it all sort of comes from the same place. You don't want to get, you don't want to invest or get user generated content from, from users that you're not going to be using as your target audience. Um, you don't really want to, uh, you know, e- even when you're eliciting uh, reviews and testimonials from users, um, you want to know already what sort of, you can get data from them, but you also want to know um, how to curate their answers to be used in further marketing. So you don't always just wanna get random people talking about stuff that you have no, that has no value for your business. Um, I think it's very important to uh, curate your UGC and sort of guide it in the right direction um, to, to, to be used uh, for, for, for selling purposes, if anything, um, and sort of showing the product off in, in the way that you want it to be shown. Is there any budgetary concerns around someone getting started, right? So someone has a new company, they've launched, um, and they're considering video to be one of their first investments. How should they be thinking in terms of economics? So it's a good segue. Uh, If you are a new startup or a small local business, or you don't really have a solid, solid product yet, do not invest in, in, in a real production or a big anchor video or anything like that. Um, I think you should be very wary of agencies or production companies that try to put the cart before the horse. Um, they'll sort of try to get you to spend on, on ads and videos that aren't really optimized for DR and conversion that happens sometimes. Um, I think you also don't need to be buying a big video package without a growth plan or a, a content calendar laid out. Um, so really as a small up and coming business, focus on really sort of achievable goals, utilizing user generated content, um, investing, you know, a couple grand in, in that pursuit, in getting an editor and a copywriter to help craft um, DR optimized assets. Um, a lot of that, you know, a, a lot of that comes from you, you, you can make a whole breadth of content with just stock imagery and like user reviews if you have them. Um, and then just utilizing, you know, graphics work, um, some editing, and then some good copywriting. And you can make, you know, ads that convert from that just as a baseline step. To your point, without making a large investment into a big production. No investment. I mean, if you don't have, you, you can still make with, without having any video assets. I've had clients that come in with absolutely nothing. Um, you know, with, with like, especially you know, even if they're like an app with hardly even a real app interface to work with for, for screen grabs and product shots, we can still um, 
craft the messaging and sort of like build a, build a, a, a basis of DR content utilizing social, you know, social proof and, and any other sort of um, product focused imagery that we can sort of create digitally, you can do a lot of that in post-production without even needing to shoot it. So I would save all of that. If you don't have the budget, don't waste, you know, five grand on a crappy shoot. If you know you can get 20 grand for a good shoot in a couple months, uh, that's just a waste of money in my opinion. Um, creative is obviously the number one lever you can pull in terms of growth for your business. Uh, I think there's, there's a statistic out there that says that 50 to 70% of ROI can be attributed to creative. Um, and especially as the iOS 14 changes are happening, you know, data is going to be more restricted um, as time goes on. So we won't be able to really do as much of the, of the internal backend processes. Um, so funneling good creative will literally be the thing we have the most control over in the future, uh, which is super, you know, sort of um, anti what we think now, because right now, obviously, you know, we can go in and change ones and zeros and have a lot of control over that. Creative is almost the least controlled aspect of it, but that's going to change, um, you know, 180 degrees in the future. Um, so I would also suggest though, don't, you know, put all your eggs in one basket. Like I was saying, um, I had a client once who came in and spent 40K on a big anchor shoot. Uh, and then called us in a panic after and kind of told us that, you know, his business is failing and this was the last of his savings. And he okay. thought that one big anchor production would sort of save him. Uh, do not do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Creative is never going to save you. You need to have a solid business model. Creative will help grow you. Um, but creative will never be your saving grace, if that makes sense. Um, you also can't sell a product that doesn't exist yet. So, you know, like I said, go, going back to doing your homework. If you don't have the, the product or you're not, you don't have a problem that you're solving that actually benefits people or a way to sort of um, angle yourself in a, in, in a really broad market for whatever you're making, um, you know, do figure out those aspects of it before you start to try and sell with creative. Um, it's just, it's just going to help you a lot more. Like I was saying, um, you know, if that guy who spent the 40K on a big shoot had instead come to us with 5K and we had gotten him UGC, and had an editor and a copywriter, you know, create like five foundational ad types for, for his DR platform, I think he would have been able to then invest the 40K in a couple months and they would have been totally, you know, out of the water, if you will. I think there's a big uh, lesson in there is uh, market, marketing as a whole is not going to make your business. Um, what's going to make your business is your product or your service. Um, marketing will just amplify it is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, of course, uh, we have a lot of clients that come to us um, who maybe have certain elements like pricing that they want to figure out or, you know, cer certain things that can still be tweaked. Um, and honestly, you can use creative to help sort of figure out where those data points are and help will respond and, and what sort of pricing model could be um, if you can scale it further up or scale it back. Um, but yeah, if you don't have a sort of generic idea of, of what, you know, um, of what like the bottom barrier is of how much you need to charge for the product. Um, or, you know, like I'm saying, e even the most basic things of how it's gonna uh, improve your, your, your consumer's life or sort of the value props or, or how to differentiate yourself. Um, those are things that we, you know, marketing is gonna help you with necessarily. We need those elements. We can dress them up and, and push them, but we can't create them out of thin air for you. Going down the line of who is video not for, if you had to imagine to yourself, what are a few items that someone in your mind would need before starting video? 
um, like here's a here's a checklist. Boom, 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 boom. What would that look like? Um, I think I think there's a good range there. Uh, I think at the bare minimum, you need a a solid product um, and one that has already been produced. Especially if you have like an app, it can't be in like it can't not have been released yet or at least gotten some data feedback. Um, I think getting user feedback on your product to, to have to work with will also help your sort of marketing strategy. Um, but having a solid demonstrable product, um, having a good sort of business model and an idea of, of where you wanna grow, we can start anywhere from just, you know, having two people that founded a specific product without really much of a team behind them. That's also fine. Um, you can also work with, you know, companies that have an established business with a large team and channels that are already working. Um, I'll go into that in a little bit. Um, but, you know, anywhere from there, there's just different metrics that we work with and different um, sort of growth strategies that we, that we use um, depending on, you know, depending on where you're at in your business and also how much of that budget can be allocated to marketing, like we're saying. Um, if, you, if you have the budget to be producing, you know, very clean product photography, which is also an important element um, to build out your website and your landing pages, um, you know, if, if you don't have all of those sort of basic means of, of just, you know, so people know what they're buying to a very, you know, bottom degree, um, you know, you, you shouldn't be investing in, in growth. You should have that sort of baseline working and then we can grow you further. So now you, we, we've got a person who's qualified from, from a, 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 a foundational start. Where, where do we take it? Do we say, you know, hey, you know, this business is working. It is, it is bringing in capital. Uh, this isn't their last dying dollar. Strategically, do you go out and say, okay, we, we can spend 20K on a um, assuming that the client's risk tolerance was, was up to 20 K, let's just say the client's willing to spend $20,000 on a production, but there's also this user generated route. W where do you take it and how do you decide which way to go? Um, I think user generated content, especially with the advent of, um, of companies that singularly help you source and produce those um, with, and I'm not talking like influencer style content because that in and of itself is, is a whole nother ball game that can work and doesn't always work and you don't have a lot of control over it. Um, but there's like other, you know, sort of uh, sites and, and, and places you can go to that will just help source you people that just love doing reviews and sort of like product demos and, and unboxings and whatnot. Um, for very cheap. I mean, I think some of them are like 60 bucks a person. So again, this is like minimal investment. Um, I would I always try to pull both levers. Um, I think like we, we talked about in our very first episode, social uh, or organic sort of social proof uh, oriented videos tend to outperform produced videos. Um, it's just sort of the nature of, of being on the platforms and the channels of, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, the more organic looking the, the footage is, um, the better it tends to perform. Uh, that also has to do with, you know, people sort of scrolling through and, and being duped into thinking that their friend is just recording a video and posting it on their wall. Like, again, very much like lizard brain sort of elements to that uh, of the social uh, aspect. Um, but then I also think it's important because UGC isn't gonna, um, isn't going to make you, you look premium as a business, I guess. Um, it'll sort of help the, uh, again, the, um, the social proof angle is saying that real people are using my product, but having the really like sort of detailed, nicely produced um, lifestyle imagery, the aspirational uh, aspect of it will will help when you shoot um, 
when you shoot like these larger, uh, I guess, brand pieces, um, which kind of brings me to my next point, which is if you're now not at that point where you're sort of just trying to get, um, you know, a baseline going, you're, you're, you, you've sort of had some success. Let's say you're, you're making 400 to 500 K rev. So you're an established business, you have a team um, and you have at least one channel that's working for you. Um, and now you want to scale your business further. Do not keep making these DR assets. I would not uh, invest in UGC. Um, I wouldn't keep making foundational ad type videos. So like product intros, UGC mashups, review videos, GIFs. Um, these are just things that are not going to scale your business to really sort of push past that really, you know, sort of like healthy revenue mark where, you know, you sort of maxed out with what you have. You need uh, an investment in a bigger brand building piece. It needs to be something flashy. Um, it needs to be something that will, it will convert slower because it is more brand building than, than optimized for conversion. Um, but it will help build your brand identity. It's going to engage new consumers and it's going to have viral potential. Do you have any final thoughts on who video is not for and understanding when to begin and how to get started? Um, on a very basic level, if you don't have a demonstrable product, like if you're a service company or you make something like weapons that can't be advertised on Facebook, try a different channel or approach. Um, I'm not saying it can't work for you, but I'm saying that you might want to think outside of the box. Um, I knew a lot of, you know, sort of uh, local like plumbers that would come to an agency I used to work at just to get, you know, a fun video because they saw these videos that captured their attention. But really, it's not always for your business. Uh, you know, I think you should be more um, cognizant of what you're selling um, as a business and, and what you can do to help people um, versus just trying to shoehorn a fun piece of creative in because you think it'll be great for your, you know, for whatever business you have. Um, so yeah, don't waste time money making ads that won't convert or won't get approved on Facebook. Um, and then overall final is if you're going through an agency, don't go to one that's not, you know, actually using data to, to recommend you or strategy and they're not, uh, make sure they're not um, sell, overselling you to begin with because then you know that they're not really interested in helping you grow. They're just trying to produce as much of a margin as they can on your production. Good, good final thoughts. I, I, I completely agree with you. I, it is challenging when you are outsourcing, right? And you are looking for an agency or contractor. It, it, it is tough to um, discover someone's true intentions. Uh, everyone leads you to believe that they're, that they have your best interests in mind. Uh, and it is difficult to figure out, okay, who, who, who does or doesn't have the best interest. But I think the, the, the big thing here about this is who is video not for is really for a business that is just getting started. A big production's not for you, right? Um, you, you, you need to de demonstrate that your product has viability in the marketplace and it has some sort of growth. And as you, you, you've determined that, and as that data point becomes fulfilled, then we can start considering adding in different layers of video a little bit over time, uh, and not going straight up to do a $30,000 production, uh, starting and scaling it from there. So Camille, we thank you. Really, uh, we really appreciate for you having you on the show. Um, we always appreciate you jumping on here and, and sharing video knowledge. And we we look to have you back again sometime. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye.